Hey, Morty, let me, let me, let me ask you a question real quick. Does evil exist? And if so, can one detect and measure it? Um. Rhetorical question, Morty. The answer is yes. You just have to be a genius. Cute. Your sister's boss gave me a microscope that would have made me retarded. Ooh, oh boy, Rick. I, I don't think you're allowed to say that word, you know? Uh, Morty, I'm not disparaging the differently abled. I'm stating the fact that if I had used this microscope, it would have made me mentally retarded. Okay, yeah, but I don't think it's about logic, Rick. I, I think the word has just become a symbolic issue for powerful groups that feel like they're doing the right thing. Well, that's retarded. Been in the house all day? No, no, I, I, I did some some running around, some some tomfoolery. Starting to feel a little bit better, so got out for a little bit. Okay, okay. How I sound? You can hear me pretty good. Yep. Uh, okay, okay. Sound good. Visuals pretty clear. I don't feel good. You don't feel good now. <laughs> I don't feel good. Oh wait, wait. <laughs> this is more emotional than physical. Bruh, hold up. What's going on? The fantasy gods do not like me at all. Like, hey man, hey man, I got yeah. a, I got a dub sitting on my bench right now in one of my leagues. You got a what? I got a dub sitting on my bench right now in one of my leagues. Like I'm getting pounded, and I got like 50 points between Henry Ruggs and the the receiver from the Colts just sitting there chilling. Corey Davis. Uh, Is nah, he still with the, the Mitchell guy? Hmm. Mm. It's just frustrating, bro. I mean, I know it's, it's just gambling, but God, I'm like, some stuff, if, and it's like, you got to be paying attention because I'm, I'm sitting here looking at Hollywood Brown. I'm like, let me make sure, you know, he ain't questionable, you know, by the time. Because, I mean, he's, a, he's it's either I go with somebody else or I wait till the night game, and that's a huge risk. And I'm like, ah, I think he's going to be all right. So I just like, I like Hollywood. He, he does his thing. He's I know what he's good for. I think he's good for in my league, 8 to 12 points. He, he's good for probably a touchdown or at least 80, 90 yards yeah. if, if if LaMarcus RB1 Jackson decides to throw that bitch. But um, I don't know what I don't know how they're going to game plan against the Chiefs. Uh, last time I looked, it was a tie game, but, I mean, he's 0-3 against uh, Mahomes, so. Yeah, and and, and Mahomes just, just put put a TD on him, so it's, it's 14-7 now. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, that's a good thing for me because one thing for me, I ain't gonna lie, I've learned that if you're if you're gonna choose a running back, you better choose a running back that's gonna be on the winning team for sure. You want to make sure that you choose the, the running back that is on a team that's gonna be up 21-0 and they're gonna be pounding that mug. You know, yep. if you if you got a running back and you on a team that's behind, it's 35-0. Well, Miles Gaskin is not the right guy. Uh, <laughs> I'm talking about Miles Gaskin, my RB two. They down thirty. They down twenty eight zero. He ain't touching the rock anymore. Nope. You know, and I mean, and then you lose two. It's just, it's just a mess, man. But I, I usually, I usually start gaining momentum around week four, week five. But these days, it just feels like, man, if you ain't, if you ain't starting off. Three and one, four and oh, it's a wrap. I, I feel like I'm gonna take a deep a deep waiver dive this this week. And see, you know, strength of schedule. See, see, because you 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 should start seeing some people showing some promise after the first two weeks. Like, okay, this guy might be a uh this quarterback's you, you know, kind of go to 
get out of trouble card. So, you know, I might can pick up another receiver. Baltimore's doing running back by committee. So it's kind of like, man. And I, that's what I thought Buffalo was doing. I, I seriously thought Zach Moss was playing. I, I don't know how I got those wires crossed, but because uh, I knew that was going to be Miami. So once again, oh, I, I got go Hollywood. I go Hollywood. Oh, that's what's up. That's what's up. Don't get me too excited, man. Anyways, nice. man, no people. You know, people don't want to hear about us talk about fantasy and how trash we are, man. But, you know, congratulations to your Dallas Cowboys. Uh, at the end of the day, I mean, I just felt like they just needed to run the ball. I don't like seeing Dak Prescott throw 40 times. I just don't. It's bottom line. So that's that on that, you know. Yeah. That's 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 the that's the remedy for a Cowboys win, run the damn ball. Just, you, you don't want to get into these shootouts. And luckily, wasn't, wasn't a lot of bullets in the clip in this game, so. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, man, you saw you see your boys on a movie binge, man. Just just catching up, just catching yeah. up, bro. I see, and I see you watched a lot of a lot of stuff that um I've already seen. So I was like, okay, cool. Except for that one, was it uh Malig- malignant or something like that? Yeah, malignant. Yeah, I hadn't seen that one yet. Yeah, you 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 you're fine. You ain't really got. It. I mean, that's you know, it's fire stick worthy. It ain't nothing that um I'm glad I ain't gonna watch it at the movie theater. Uh, thanks to you, you know, the HBO Max plug, I was able to watch it. So <laughs> I said that I was like, dang, that's a, I forgot they got the HBO Max. Let me check it out, man. And, um, you know, I'm going to kind of keep this stuff spoiler, spoiler free, except for Candyman, because fuck Candyman. Uh, I'll keep Malignant spoiler free. I just I just feel like Malignant wasn't what I expected. Um, and it could have definitely been better. And, uh, you know, if you're into like slasher films, then *Malignant* is it's 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 worth a watch, but it's it's not great by any means. Especially when you're talking about a guy that made *Conjuring*, *Insidious*, and all these other better films. And his mm-hmm. universe is just cool to me. But I think after *Aquaman*, he kind of he kind of started experimenting in lanes that he don't need to experiment in. But hey, man, get your money, James. Get your money. <laughs> um, as far as old. M night go M night. Say man, when I got to bid size sedan, I was done. Hey, dog, I was he done. I'm like, really though? Like he and M night one of them dudes that he think he funny. I'm like, bro, you're not funny, bro. Like, but I know what he's doing. Like, I know what he means. He's like, he's really making fun of the culture in a sense. He's like, y'all do be having some ridiculous names. And that's exactly how I took it. That's exactly how I took it. Yeah. Like, I'm finna, I'm finna make fun of them real quick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but I mean, at, and at the same time, you know, the whole concept of them getting old, he threw a little jab in there. He was like, "Yeah, I bet they wish they, I bet they wish they was black now, because boys was aging, <laughs> was looking bad, looking rough, boy." Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I, I feel like old is worth a watch, but you just need to go in there with the mindset of it's gonna be sort of weird. I want to say I told J Mark it was midsummer weird, but he was like he didn't even finish midsummer. He was like, "Don't don't do old like that." Old was weird, but old wasn't midsummer weird. I know you and uh you and Nicecast was on that midsummer. I couldn't fuck with that midsummer. That midsummer was like, nah, bro. That shit was uh that was on another level, bro. I couldn't do it. I just I just go in expecting the foolery from M Night Shyamalan. Like, I just know that he's just going to come in and he's going to try to go above and beyond a way the of confusing you or throwing some foolery. Like, you know, hey, these, like, um, what's that movie with um, Janelle Monet? Was it like Antebellum? Like, I felt like that was a movie he could have directed. 
Man, I, I brought dog. I brought J. Mark. Don't like that movie. I hate Antebellum personally. I think it was it was extremely cringe. I feel like it was too aggressive with the social commentary. I felt like it was a typical SJW film that you get that you, that we've been getting since about 2015, 2016. Um, I it gave. I mean, honestly, watching Candyman that gave me Antebellum vibes, and like I said. Jordan Peele is a student of M. Night and he's a student of Kubrick. Like when I saw Get Out, I'm like, damn, like, and, that, and that's why I don't like Jordan Peele. Like anybody listen, just understand, I don't like Jordan Peele. I don't like anything he's done. I think Get Out is the best that he's done, but I wasn't a big fan of Get Out because of the fact that I watch movies differently from other people. Doesn't make me special, but I watch movies different from other people. And like when I saw Get Out, no, nothing caught me off guard. Like, Get Out was predictable as fuck to me. I'm like, like, seriously? Like, this is what we're doing? And I'm like, well, I mean, this is his first outing. I'm going to give him a break. But then he followed up with um us. And I just kind of felt like a lot of people gave us um excuses. Like, people were doing deep dives on us. But I'm like, man, like, I really feel like you're only doing this to excuse the mediocrity of this movie. But that was just my opinion. We did a whole episode. We did a whole episode on us, right? Not like a breakdown. We did that with show. I don't think we did a breakdown on. Well, we might have because I didn't like us either. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I didn't like us at all. It's always the same thing, bro. I I feel like you got to say something. I don't want to keep cutting you off. No, no, no. You're you're good. I'm I'm just thinking because I I enjoyed um, Get Out. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, and like you said, you watch movies differently from, you know, the normal moviegoer. I consider myself the normal moviegoer. So I did like Get Out because it seemed like it was more of an original story. It wasn't predictable to me. But to you, I feel like when you watch a movie, you watching it and you're you're understanding like the the arcs and and, and the, the the tempo and the paces that they're, that they're going in the movie. Like you're watching it at a completely different clip than the standard person that's, you know, going to get their popcorn and they soda. Straight up. So I could I could definitely see why you felt that way about it because you know for somebody that you know picks up on subtle clues that they drop during the middle during the beginning of the movie and stuff that it takes a normal person watching two or three times to catch. And, and, and let me let me say something, man. Like and just just to be be clear here, like a lot of people that are getting into horror movies now need to understand that. You're getting into horror movies now. It's a genre that you're now interested in because you have more black centric characters. So a lot of people are just now getting into these movies. And that's the like I said, it doesn't make me special. It's just like I've been watching these movies. So when you when you just pretty much put black characters in there, I'm looking at it like this is the same movie with black characters. Just like when you just like when they make these movies that are action movies and they just they just replace them with female characters i'm like uh you know i see you right <laughs> like i see you i see what you're doing this is john wick this is <laughs> this is terminator this is you just you just replaced it with a female character or you replaced it with a with a person of color like y'all like to say like i see y'all like y'all aren't slick you know like, so i watch i watched this movie on netflix kate and i was like this is just that jason stays a movie crank that's all oh, this wow. is. That's all this is with with the female. This is crank with a female. And, 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 and no, and I don't go into the movies trying to uh have a gotcha moment. And I haven't seen Kate, but I know I know a couple people have said they watched it and they 
they wanted me to watch it. And that's one of the reasons why I had like a little, you know, a little moment this weekend because me and J Mark was like, we got to catch up. And um, I mean, long story short, I kind of already know what I'm going to get from Netflix originals now. Because like mm-hmm. I said, a lot of these movies are pretty much just replacing male characters with female characters. Um, they're going to be extremely SJW-ish or, you know, they're just going to have a, a, a black cast that probably was a white cast in another movie. Whatever, you know. Look, man, Hollywood, do what y'all do. Get your money. I'm not the target audience. I don't really care anymore. But I mean, just as a person that likes to watch movies, if I see something that is interesting, I'm going to check it out. And just like with anything in life, I mean, these people that are making these films or making this art, you got to expect criticism. Um, And I mean, I don't even want to sit here and talk about Candyman all day. I'm going to say one thing, though. It was funny to me how I don't even know what Candyman came out. I'm going to keep it a book with you. I don't even know what Candyman came out. It was like 92. No, no. I'm talking about this Candyman remake. Oh, okay. It was August 27th, I think. Say, bro. We we in the middle of September and low key I ain't heard nobody talk about Candyman at all. That was interesting to me. It was almost like it's almost like Joe Biden's presidency. It's like the people that voted for him are really hush. They really quiet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's like the people that went to see Candyman, you know, probably when it was released, like it wasn't all that great, so they just gonna be quiet about it. And it's like, dog, but if it was a great film. You would have, you know, you would have been hooping and hollering, you know, and once again, obviously you want to celebrate your wins, but, you know, make people aware that the movie ain't all that great if it's not all that great, you know, but, you know, I respect a lot of people out there. They went to go see it because it was a female director and a female director was what they call a woman of color, a black woman. I respect that. But anybody that knows me knows I don't care what you are, who you are, where you're from. Quality is quality. If you mm-hmm. give me trash, it's trash. If you give me something that's, you know, if you give me something that's gold and it's and, and it's really gold, um, cool. I appreciate that. Give me quality. And like I said, I don't want to sit here and be one of those guys that's bashing a movie because I didn't like it. But at the same time, you know, I just I just want it to be fair. I want to I want us to be on a level playing field because I'm I'm just if you like I said, I'm gonna tell you straight. I mean, M Night. M. Knight is, you know, he's, I believe he's an Indian American, and I'm going to criticize this movie just like I'm going to criticize a Steven Spielberg movie or a Martin Scorsese movie. At the end of the day, if they give me trash, I'm going to criticize it. Jordan Peele happened to attach himself to something, to me, that has been mediocre, that is mediocre, and it's, this, has been, this has been an ongoing thing. You say you like Get Out, but since Get Out, can you keep it a buck with me? When's the last time he put out something as good or as cult classic-ish as Get Out. Mm, I don't... I have to do a quick Google search, but I don't remember anything off the top of my head. He was attached to Antebellum. I believe he was a writer and director for us. He did Twilight Zone. Antebellum was basically... um, what was that M. Night Shyamalaya movie where they were just in the woods? Village. Yeah, the village. That's what that was to me, except it was racist. <laughs> why you got Why you got to keep doing boy last name like that, man? Golly. I'm, I'm just saying, like, like th- you didn't get that vibe? Oh, yeah. Like, no. that was that was the village, but... Listen. Villaging? If you, when you get a chance, watch Get Out again. 
when you watch Get Out again, I, I feel like the best comparison, if you watch Get Out again, there's there's an M. Night movie out there that, like, it totally, like, as far as cinematography. And see, I'm going to tell you something, bro. With a lot of these black-centric movies, I give them credit for that. The cine- the cinematography be on point. Like, Candyman, they're very good with those stills. You could get a yeah. lot of stills and like the art that you could pull from these movies be on point. I give them that credit. Like it be live. But I like I want to say um what's that movie with Denzel's son and uh Zendaya or Zendaya uh, however you say her name? Is it Arthur uh, and Ash? Some, what the fuck that movie called? You know what some Ruby something some, some shit like that. Like I didn't like that movie due to the fact that it was like it was way too toxic for me. And, like, it was way too on the nose. Like, mm-hmm. bro, like, I'm talking to my brother today, like, I like shit that is witty. I like shit that is subtle. I don't need it to be aggressive and in my face. Like, I want to have to think a little bit. And I don't feel like Max and Ruby or Arthur and Ash, whatever the fuck the name of that movie was called, I don't feel like that movie did any of that Arthur for me. <laughs> and I feel like I feel like they 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 think their audience is dumb, and it's like, bro, like they have to dumb it down in order for us millennials to get the message. What's up? What's up? Malcolm and Marie. Oh, <laughs> goddamn! Wow, they, the alliteration, and everything. We still can remember. Well, I did say Arthur Ashe at least. I, I said Max and Ruby. You out of the God, look, look. It's a good movie. It wasn't for me. I think the cinematography was dope. I think they nailed that. I think they did a good job with that. But other than that, I just kind of feel like for me, when I'm watching it, it's just like chocolate covered shit. Like it just looks good, but in the inside, it's like, I don't want that. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's just that's what I get from a lot of black films. It's like just like I didn't really care for Love Lovecraft Country at all. But there was moments and there was a cinematography in there that was like, okay, like this, it, it looks dope. But at the same time, I'm like, I wasn't feeling the story. I don't you didn't like connect. the sci fi with the historical events woven into each other, trying to trying to make history interesting. Once again, not to be arrogant. Like I've been in it, I've been on that type of shit already. Like I've been watching that type of shit for years. So when I see it, with the all-black cast, I'm just looking at this film. I'm like, this reminds me of this. This reminds me of that. You just plug black characters into it. I get it. That's cool. You want people to be able to connect with it. But I also think that that's a social problem. You know what I'm saying? And that's one thing I could say that was cool about old. Because even in old, there was a lot of inclusivity in old. You had your you had your black character. You had your Asian character. You had, shit, y'all say you had your Indian character and a Mexican in that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? It was real inclusive, but you had to be paying attention to that to even notice. You know, yeah. nobody, you had some subtle hints at racism possibly in there, but it was subtle. It wasn't just in your face. You know, at the end of the day, a white girl ended up dead on the beach, and then it's a black dude just standing there. I mean, I don't care if it was a white dude standing there. You're probably still going to accuse him of something. You know, bottom line, all I'm saying is, man, uh, I feel like it was a Tupac line, man. Like, it's something along the lines of like, man, like make me have to, you know, kind of wait for it. Like, don't just give it to me. 
You know, that shit, yeah. that shit, that shit laying to me. Like, I'm not dumb. Jay's not dumb. Jamarcus is not dumb. <laughs> well, yeah, like you said, it's debatable. But uh, look, man. I'll be doing again, some dumb shit, my guy. Hey, bro. Hey. Hey, man. Like I said, I ain't, I'm not here to bash, man, but it's just, that's my weekend, man. And, you know, with, with, bringing up Lovecraft Country, you know, I, I got to say uh, RIP to everybody's favorite scarred face actor. You know what I'm saying? Uh, what, what was his role? I never saw, uh, whatchamacallit, The Wire. What the was wire. his role? Oh, okay. Omar. Well, Omar and The Wire. Just, just an all-around badass. Homosexual in the, in, in the show, but just a badass. Like, you, you don't mess with Omar, point blank, period. Single-handedly robbing full gangs for money, drugs, whatever. Just, just it was Omar. Like, what you was gonna do about it, huh? What you gonna do about it? Yeah, yeah. I know that's Sean's show, man. That's Sean. I know Sean liked that shit, man. And yeah, I I, I had been knowing about that uh, homosexual uh, aspect of his character, but I also knew that you know he was uh, heavy in the prison system. Mm-hmm. From what I understand, and I mean that only which makes is, sense. Which is also pretty because when I watched Lovecraft Country, he was mm-hmm. homosexual in there too. It's like, yep. is he just gay in life? Possibly. You know, I, I mean, you know, I don't care. I was just watching the movie. You know, whatever you act is what you act. I was like, but to continue ca- casting this man as as a gay guy, you know, is that something that he just is? It's like, are Billy Porter's always going to be? Billy Porter, no matter what kind of things, I, I don't know. I'm going to tell you like this, man. You know, thespians, <clears throat> a.k.a. theater kids, I mean, they, they, they're they wired a little different. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you just think back, like, you think back to when you were in school, your theater arts department probably wasn't as big and it probably wasn't as mainstream. But if you go to your average mainstream theater arts school, maybe – you're gonna catch a lot of those fun boy types. Like they they channel a different energy in order to be, you know, in order to get on that level of acting can you, Shakespeare. Can you say fun boy in 2021? I'm saying whatever the fuck I want in 2021. <laughs> but you probably can't. I don't even think you can say homosexual anymore, to be honest with you. Yeah. I'm be honest with you. Like but I just, you know, I'm past that shit, bro. Like, <laughs> like straight up, bro. It like, is what it is. Yeah, man, it is what it is. Like, I don't, I don't seek out to offend anybody. But at the same time, I mean, they have their insults about us too. I'm sure. Like, I feel like to for somebody to call me cisgender is an insult. Don't call me that shit. This is don't call you that again. That's that's fucked up. How you calling me that? Definitely don't call you that again. I guess I guess if you could be a fun boy, you could be a fun boy. Hey man, you you know you like you could be a lady boy. A lady boy. Lady boys out here wilding, man. You know you you could be a city boy. You could be a fun boy. Hey, hey, you know. But um, man, like I said, I know how I felt about Candy Man. I ain't finna hog that aspect of. How did you feel about it though? I mean, you be honest. I mean, if you liked it, you liked it. I you know, J Mark liked it. I. I, okay, I, when I talked to J. Mark about it, I was like, man, I was hearing these bad reviews. I had heard this and I heard that. And and I was like, yeah, I wouldn't go see it. And then Darlene husband came in that same night and he was raving about how good it was. So that's what made me like, okay, let me see it and form my own opinion. So when I seen it, I was like, 
review that I had heard. But like that was that was subtle things that I was picking up on that I just didn't like. Like the like what you posted on the story, like, you know, you're blatantly throwing this gentrification, this this police brutality, this racism all in my face. Like, and like I mentioned to you, like Candyman didn't kill anybody that was a minority, if I remember correctly, throughout Correct. the whole movie. Correct. Pretty much, and, you know, I mean, it, you could consider the, I mean, I guess the guy that one of the first kills was like a Hispanic guy, maybe, but I mean, no. No, yeah, for the, know, for the yeah. most part, it was white people. Yeah, so it's like, uh, and then it's like, so do you kill everybody that says Candyman or do you kill the people that are in the room when it happens? Because the first, remember, old girl said Candyman looking into the mirror. Old dude didn't say anything. He just happened to be there. Mm-hmm. And he ended up dying too. So I was like, so is that, that how we rolling? But then when you go, yeah, and I'm giving out all the spoilers. So if you have I told you I ain't getting fucked. It's been yeah, out three on, weeks now, though, bro. It's, it's on you. But then when you go to the high school bathroom, you know, old girl with her headphones on, I guess she didn't hear it because she had her headphones on. She still oh, saw him, though. Did she see him or did we just see him in the reflection of the of the compact that dropped on the ground? You know, it, I don't, see, I, but... I'm not going to say that's a plot hole. I'm just going to say I'm not understanding. And then at the end, old girl was able to weaponize him. Oh, and that I was... was like, Hey that's man, not, that's not how this works. Look, look, look. Like I said, if you like it, is, you like this is, it. This is not Captain Candyman, you know. Like, hey. <laughs> bruh, that third act, bruh. I'm sorry, that third act was awful. Like, I'm not finna sit here and try to make somebody dislike it, but that third that's act. What I want to, that's what I want to ask you. What is the correlation of her dad committing suicide? That's a plot hole. That's a plot hole. I have no I idea. Had no idea. Why was why, then, was why was Laundry Man bad? I had no idea. That's a plot like, hole. Like were you were you the chosen candy man and, and that didn't pan out? Like I don't that nigga just went bad it, all of a sudden. And then it became this this guy that was stolen as a baby. Like I didn't like that. How coincidental is that? You just yeah, you just like, learned this story. I didn't yeah. even know you was from Cabrini Green. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like that type of stuff. Once again, you talking about somebody like you know, old boy that walked in the barbershop talking about he liked it. Like I said, that's fine. That that his the way he watches movies is the target audience. Like you really just watch these people go in there with their popcorn and they icy and they just want to be entertained. That's fine. But I see shit that that I have to question. Like you said earlier. Candyman didn't kill anybody that was a minority from my memory. But the one black man that was killed in the movie was killed by a black woman. That is interesting to me. That is an interesting choice of that happening in the way he was killed. Dude had to walk in there and was like, I'm pretty sure that I'm pretty sure he's dead. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> why are you so angry? You know, mm-hmm. but then again, I mean. I'm trying to figure out why this guy's all of a sudden a bad guy. Like why? Like, like it's it's when I have questions like that towards the end, I'm gonna have to automatically say this movie has a huge problem. That's why I never was a fan of Endgame because I had a lot of questions. I was like, bruh, like it's a lot of stuff going on in Endgame that don't make sense to me, and I don't like walking away from films like that. I like all my questions being answered, or at least feeling like they've been answered, and you know. 
That's just me. And I also had a problem with that his hand arm had to be damn near falling off before he's like, maybe I need to go get this checked out. Bruh. Maybe I need to go get this checked out. Like you can, I can clearly look and say, yeah, this is definitely infected. Like, Let me go get this checked out. Like seriously? Like, like, yeah, man. I I apologize for the spoiler people, but you know, I mean, I get like, that he was already losing his mind. But why? So like, be venom. You didn't turn. You get you get stung by a bee. You turn to Candyman. You get bit by a spider. You turn to Spider Man. Bada boom, bada bam, bam. Hey, it makes all the sense in the world. That pretty much sums it up. I'm good now. All my questions answered. You're welcome. God. Once again, there was other aspects of that movie that just kind of felt corny to me. Um, it felt rushed, but whatever, man. Like I said, I, I I really feel people should watch it just out of respect for the for the franchise in general. Because I mean, we know the OG Tony Todd when he did Candyman. You know, he delivered like like it we. The OG Candyman was about Candyman. You know, yeah. when you see Tony Todd to this day, you see him as Candyman. A lot of people going to walk away from this movie not even knowing who Candyman was still. He wasn't really memorable. And then the fact that he's per- he's supposedly five different people, like five generations of Candyman or some shit. And he didn't strike the fear into you. No, that old Candyman would like as adults. I'm still not going to the mirror and saying Candyman five. Exactly, that has nothing to do with this film though. No, everything to do with 1992. If this this is my introduction, this is my introduction. How old was I in '92? Like four, so I probably didn't see it till like I was maybe ten or eleven ish. Hey man, a lot of a lot of black people actually. It feels like they were baptized by that film. Like, that was, like, their introduction to scary movies. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I know a lot of people are like, man, I ain't watching Candyman, bro. Because of that. Yeah. You know, it was like, it's the Candyman fucked me up when I was young. Just like, it fucked me up when I was young. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But, like I said, this is not going to leave that same impression as the classic Candyman that we grew up on. You know what I'm saying? And that's just that's just bottom line. Is the movie good or bad? That's up to you. You know what I'm saying? I, I think it's worth the watch just out of respect. For the for the franchise and it being attached to something that's classic, but you know that's just my honest opinion. You know, <laughs> uh, didn't even think I was even gonna talk about that shit on here because it's just so much shit going on. <laughs> in the yeah, man, I just you know get my ass kicked to fantasy, watching watching mediocre movie after mediocre movie. You know, uh, it's been just, a while. We haven't we haven't been here in a while. It's a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't miss us anyway. Nah, they don't miss us. It. Nobody checking on us, man. Nah. What whatever happened to check on your strong people? <sighs> that shit did. Man, speaking yeah, of that, man, know. like just just I, I just got to the point on social media, man, where it baffles me that some of the most common sense shit gets, you know, like for lack of a better term, retweeted a lot. Like I'm just, I be sitting there like sometimes like, bruh, you ain't saying nothing. We know this already. Do you ever catch yourself saying that on social media a lot? Yeah, I mean, like you ain't saying that. Like you and, just figured that out. That's why a lot of the stuff that I send you is stuff that we said two or three years ago. <sighs> Straight like, up, I'm not, though. I'm not, I'm not sending it to you like, oh man, this is profound. I'm like, no, nah, this stuff we've been new. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, straight up, it, it ain't even just us. All of y'all know this shit already. Y'all know this shit already. It's just like y'all just go dumb all of a sudden when y'all start scrolling on y'all phones. 
Like, y'all know a lot of this shit already. 95% of the shit we talk about, low-key, is redundant. Y'all know this shit already. Unless we just really pulling out some original topic and y'all just curious about some shit. But for the most part, bro, like, this shit is common sense we talking about. This shit is, a lot of the shit that go viral, you know, from a quote perspective is common sense. Like, uh, y'all just gotta get y'all heads out y'all ass. Like, wake up a little bit, you know? And, and, and just... Start seeing the world for what it is, and, and stop living in these in these in this bubble in this dream world. Like, nigga, reality is reality. Uh, a lot of shit ain't changed, bro. A lot and a lot of shit you can't change. <laughs> Straight up, that's why I be telling you, man. Some shit just textbook, man. When some, some shit, a lot of shit be textbook these days, bro. You can literally somebody act a certain way, you can literally go to you know go look up some shit. Be like, damn, you go Google that shit. Damn, man, my partner act just like this. That shit be on the nose. Subconsciously or, or whatever, but you're you're following these people. People make millions of dollars off the study of other people and their actions and the characteristics that you get that are passed down and, and, and you're the product of your environment and you just start to move a certain way and you don't even know it. But if somebody was like, I, I know what move you're going to make. You you exhibit these traits and based on, on these traits, these are the decisions that you're going to make. And it's like, yeah, cool. You got the free will to make these decisions, whatever, what have you on a, on a more divine level, but just simply the way that you were taught, brought up and the way that you move based on your historical actions. I know how you're going to move now and into the future. I know. Real talk. Influencers are influencers for a reason. As much as I hate the term, but Influences are influences for a reason. They do, they do, um, they do, they have a following. You know, as much as we may despise them, influences have a following, and um, they do make, they do, they, they are cultural leaders in a way. I mean, <laughs> it, it baffles me how many people I know that dislike the Kardashians but follow them. You know, mm -hmm. we've talked about this before. It, it, it like I, I'll, I'll come across, you know, some influence, influences I've never even heard of before, and I'll look at my mutuals and I'd be like, damn, this person follows them, and I, and I just, I really be just curious about like, like, what do you gain from this, you know? But at the same time, I realize a lot of people act, they lack an artistic edge to them. They lack the, because let's just keep it a buck now. And I think that I think my boy Kendrick Lamar said something, you know, in that one song uh, he got with Baby King, which is one of the, which is top five songs of the year, by the way. You can you can go ahead and throw C and Green in there. That's fine, but it's what well, we talking oh, about. Top. Uh, hey, this podcast is gonna go real left if you try to kick C and Green out of there. No, no, real left. No, I got you. I, you see, C and Green, but you know what's funny about C and Green though? It ain't. It don't get. It, it never got heavy rotation, bro. Like as far as it, it, like I don't always plug my iPhone up in my car. Like I, you know me. Like sometimes I'm just a ten minute drive, whatever. I'm just gonna let my radio play as much as I hate ninety seven nine ninety three seven. I let the shit play, and I hear the same eight six songs all the time. And I never heard Seeing Green. Just like I tell people all the time, when Nipsey Hussle was alive, I never heard Nipsey Hussle on the radio in Houston. I'm going to say it again. When Nipsey Hussle was alive, I'd never heard Nipsey Hussle on the radio in Houston. So anything that Houston radio stations say as far as Nipsey Hussle being great, I mean, it, it's really capped because if he was really all that great, you'd have been playing him. 
but we know how that goes. But yeah, man. Um, Kendrick was just saying. Kendrick was saying something along the lines of like, you know, shit. That just, it's nothing out here inspiring me no more. It's nothing out here motivating me anymore. Like, shit, just so lame now. And I think if shit was more inspiring and people were actually following stuff which you know stuff of substance they may get ideals but it's shit just so watered down like you know it kind of gets to the point where it's like i might as well just bite off the next guy or follow the next guy. i mean i never thought in a million years people would start getting the heart design in their head you know in in reference to certified lover boy that shit blew my mind like i wonder if jay marcus had to draw one of those in somebody's head yet I bet he said, I bet he has. And the thing is, it's like it's cool seeing somebody with a haircut. Oh, you know what? I like that. I like that. Um, I like that 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 Caesar Big Sean got. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go get the Caesar next time and get the cut. But I want this specific part to be just like this person. And it's not like, yeah, let me get the part down the middle with the long hair, nothing like that. Like you're going to get heart in your head. Like Drake. Specifically because of this other grown man. Yeah. That heart should have inspired you to do something, probably, but to copy? That's weird to me. I mean, parts have always been a thing in the black community as far as, you know, people getting faded. Like, you know, it is what it is. I mean, even if I saw somebody walking around with the uh, uh, Dwayne Wayne cut, you know, I think Dwayne Wayne had like a special cut. And even if I see somebody walking around with the glasses, you know what I'm saying? You know, I, I forgot what it was, but like Dwayne Wayne had a special cut, and an old boy from House Party had like a special cut. Like it was, it was a special cut. Like you said yeah. back in the early '90s and '80s or whatever. Like I don't mind that, but like now, like it's so specific and once again on the nose. It just seems weird. It's like, bro, the heart. Like you could have got a thunderbolt. You could have just just try to do something different. Something different. But people can't do that no more. I think I think this current generation, like I said, it's a lack of inspiration as far as like people don't see things and get inspired. People just be like, oh, that's the wave. I'm going to jump on it. Yeah, exactly. People see things and, and, and decide to trace it. And people don't see things and be like, oh, I can get in my creative bag, too. They, yeah, man, it's kind of sad. And I, and I really it really hurts because like I feel like the black community in general, once again, I mean, just thinking about Certified Lover Boy, like, just seeing the Pregnant Woman album cover and then how all sorts of, like, media and different corporations incorporated that emoji, you know, design. And I'm just sitting here, like, y'all just jumping on the bandwagon? Like, y'all not going to try to do something different? Like, no. uh, you know, like, that's just so weird to me, dog. Like, and to act like it was so profound. Like, I oh, yeah. never thought about this. 16 pregnant emojis, pregnant emojis. That's what we own. That's what we own. Like, 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 so like is this the complexity? Is this the complexity and simplicity? Is, is that what it is? I just did <sighs> But I've I've been peeped that we've become very a very minimal society. Like I I've like I talked about that with Sean. I'm like, you know, minimalism is really in right now. Like if you watch, if you if you've been paying attention to even like fast food stores in stores in general, like if you look at the Target logo, if you look at McDonald's and, and Taco Bell, like 
they've simplified their logos and they went a more minimal direction with their logos. And it it's simple is cool. You know, it, it really is. But I feel like simple, like dumb, like it's like super dumbed down, like 16 pregnant women. Like, I'm like, that's some weird shit. And like everybody just jumped on the bandwagon because it was Drake. And people were struggling to make it fit. Oh, I get it. Labor Day weekend, women in labor. You know, yeah. What? What? Just Certified Love Boy was supposed Gucci. to drop in January. <laughs> I believe that. I believe the. I believe that picture that's floating around with him with that woman on his arm, that black and white picture. He has like a black and white picture that's been floating around, and it's just like a chick on his arm. I believe that should have that. That probably was the original original album art, but I feel like him being attached to Apple. And, you know, him just having a lot of creative control, he probably just felt like, hey, it probably started off as a joke, but then he realized how much power he had. He's like, I could do I'm whatever Drake. It's sell. I want. Yeah. It's going to pop. Like, just, like, just, like, just like Kanye would done to, like, I don't got to do nothing. I'm just going to put a black cover out there. What y'all going to do? Y'all still going to buy my shit. You, 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 you love it or you hate it. You're going to listen to it either way. And and not to get too deep into a music review, it's a lot of tracks on Certified Lover Boys. Like these been these are some old tracks. Even when you're talking about I ain't, I ain't worried about a ring unless Kawhi want to run it back. Kawhi been going from Toronto for a little bit. I mean, look, that's a dated man. track. That's a dated reference. He definitely didn't want to run it back, as you can tell. <laughs> as you can see, look, man, it's really you don't want to get into a deep review, but I'm gonna see, I'm gonna keep it simple because I did I did finally get around I. I I haven't finished Certified Lover Boy. I'm probably never going to finish Certified Lover Boy. But um, whenever I think of Drake, I just ask myself, man, what classics has he put out? For him to be Drake, for listen, for him to be Drake and for Jay-Z to be Jay-Z, when you talk about classic albums, like how many have, have each of these guys put out? And I'm I'm only comparing them because, you know, they're very recognizable artists and I feel like they hold a similar amount of weight as far as uh, generational. So when I'm looking at Jay-Z catalog, I'm looking at Drake catalog. I just ask myself the simple question. Who got more classics? Albums. Back to front. I give Drake one. I give Jay-Z three, maybe two with an asterisk. That's, that's still <laughs> tough. I, think I, give, I give Drake Take Care. Take Care to me is classic. From the moment that first piano chord hits, I'm sucked in. I give Jay-Z Reasonable Doubt. I give him Blueprint. Sometimes I give him the Black Album. Sometimes you kind of get lost in the middle of the Black Album. It's like, yeah. But that's, you just yeah, give that's, him those three? I, give, I just give him those three. I think I think four I think four forty four had more of a cultural impact than than anything Drake has put out. I don't consider four forty four a classic, but just for Jay Z being of the age that he was in, and just what the 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 momentum, it's like everything that surrounded four forty four. It was like, I mean that was that was a classic moment, and for him to not get nominated for a Grammy, like I feel like he didn't get nominated for a Grammy because he was saying some shit, and it was like, boys, he pissed off some of the, some people. We don't do that conscious rap stuff over here anymore. Sir. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I'm just, once again, from a classic aspect, shit, I could easily give you know I could give Jay Z an easy three. 
with, with Drake, even if I was to give him two, and that that's 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 uh that's counting the mixtape. What was it? Nothing. What was it? The first mixtape. Was it nothing? Was the same? Was I, I, man, no, I can't. no, no, no. Uh, gosh, take care. Take take no. That's uh, his first later. album. Thank, thank me later. Okay, thank me later. The first album. Houston. God, what was the name of that mixtape? Yeah, man. I, I'm not for the Google shit. I'm not in the mood. <laughs> But y'all know what I'm talking about. The shit with Atlanta Vegas and all that shit. Yeah, I guess yeah, yeah. That, you know, so at the end of the day, like, I give him those two. That's a mixtape. And then I give him, like you said, Take Care, which I, I, so I don't So far remember. gone. So, oh, far, so gone. far gone. Okay. So far, yeah. Okay. So far gone and maybe one of his mainstream albums. But all of those are debatable from a classic standpoint. Like, mm-hmm. were these albums worthy of five mics? Like, uh, you taking it back there? Like, I don't see that, bro. I just don't. Like, from, so so basically, my point is, from what I heard from Certified Lover Boy, I heard Drake trying to recreate something that is not there anymore because I don't feel that he's in touch with that music anymore. I feel like Drake wants to explore more, and I feel like Jake, Drake has become more of an explorer since even views like Drake has been all over the place as far as um what he's gonna give you from like uh does he want to give you like a a, a London sound does he want to give you some authentic Canadian Jamaican sound you know does he want to give you some H-Town some some Atlanta like he's all over the place but that's what I expect from Drake but I feel like on this particular album I feel like he was probably trying to get back to like the take care. Nothing was the same vibe, and he just couldn't do it. And I mean, that's just that's just that's just what I felt. Since we're full blown music review now, I heard somebody say that this album sounds like somebody trying to recreate all of Drake's hits. And after I heard that, I, I, it just sounds completely different in my mind now. Because I'll go listen to a song and be like, "Oh yeah, this sounds like." this old Drake song. This sounds like this old Drake song. You know, you you do the track um, with, with Rick Ross and Lil Wayne, and I was like, this sounds like Miss Me and Lord Knows put together, like you were trying to recreate that moment. Like, I, that, mean, like, like I, I got a lot of it of just trying to recreate moments. Dog, I mean... I mean, that might have been what he was trying to go for. I don't know. But but why the title Certified Loverboy, and why do you have pregnant women on your album cover? Yeah, I know. I, I I did get that linkage. Like when you say certified love boy, I was like, oh, I'm gonna get a whole bunch of R and B kind of stuff. That's a plot hole, Jay. And it, it, <laughs> that, that is a huge plot That's hole a plot because hole. it wasn't a whole lot of R and B stuff on there. Nobody's questioning that. I haven't really heard anybody question that because it's Drake, baby. We gonna smoke That's it anyway. That's crazy. Stepped on the pure. It come from Drake. <sighs> but as far as Donda. Musically, Donda was just better. Musically. Doesn't mean Kanye is better. It just means musically, I felt I got an album that had a, a, a sound that, um, I guess, in a sense, I was expecting that sound. But at the same time, it's like, all right, Kanye go Kanye. Kanye is not going to give me an album full of mediocrity. Like, I can tell he tried on... The thing that stood out to me, though, on Donda was his features came with it. 
that was interesting to me. Like every feature he had, the boys was trying to shine. Like I feel like if I listen to the Dirk feature on Dunda and I listen to the Dirk feature on Certified Lovable, I'm like, I feel like Dirk went harder on for Drake. Like he even got a decent. <laughs> I feel like he got decent bars out of Lil Yachty. I'm like, hold on, bro. Like, are y'all are y'all like, do y'all feel like y'all are in the presence of Kanye and y'all got to step it up? Or what? Because I just really, like, I feel like Hurricane, I feel like little Baby rolled the fuck out that beat. I'm like, this Do you hear me? Big. Do you so, hear me? And I ain't gonna talk about my Baby Key. Baby Key came with that whole ready. You know, I'm like, hey, these niggas snapping with their features. And I feel like, I feel like the features carried him a lot of times. Jay-Z got dead on their ass. I'm just saying, like, the Baby had something to say. Just saying. See, I was talking to Dave about this, and I said I listened to Donda three different ways. Mm-hmm. First time I just ran ran it through. It's like, ah, okay, cool. Say the second time I listened to it, I was like, okay, this is a gospel album. I need to listen to this in gospel ears. Mm-hmm. Then the third time I listened to it, I'm like, oh, this is a story being told of somebody you know, going through hard times, that's why you start off with jail, you know, mm-hmm. and the, the earlier tracks are a lot tougher, or a lot more rap heavy, and then when you get to the back of the album, it's a lot more pure gospel. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. this is somebody going from hard times coming up, and I'm like, then once you look at that, before you get all to the all the part two of this, part two of that, part two of this, yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. oh, okay, this is a story from somebody, you know, being at basically rock bottom, to ascend in the grace. Pretty much. And I was like, now, okay, now I, you know, but that's Kanye. It's dog. Kanye that's gonna Kanye. give you Kanye gonna give you an album about something. Once again, it's the album about something. I feel like no matter how you interpret his album, you're gonna interpret his album and you're gonna get something out of it. With certified lover boy, 16 pregnant women on your album cover, I'm confused, bruh. What you telling me, dog? What are you and saying? It's, and it's kind of like this is this is an, an era and an age of Kanye. You had college dropout, late registration, graduation, an era. Mm-hmm. You had 808s and Heartbreak, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Watch the throne. Uh, yeah, Jesus. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, cool. Then you have the Yay album. Mm-hmm. Then you have Jesus is King. Then you have Donda. Like Kanye is giving you errors. Mm-hmm. His growth. You see his growth. You're seeing his growth. I I, I don't I listen. And, and this listen. isn't a knock to Drake. It ain't at all. It ain't it's, at all. It's, it's like what you gave me on Certified Lover Boy could have been on. I'm gonna say it could have been on Take Care. Because thank thank me later, you was just giving like two verse songs, and it was like it was, I still find that to be very, very weird. But you know. <laughs> I ain't listen to Take Care in a minute. I just, I just know Take Care. It, it was, it hey, was definitely. Hey, don't it was turn, a fresh don't turn Take Care on. Don't you For turn real? Take Care on. Oh, oh God. He hey, has man, some, I'm gonna start, have start deleting was... some. I'm gonna have to start deleting some numbers out of my phone before I turn that on. Wow. I feel like Take Care was. Hey, this is me. Welcome to the industry. I definitely feel like I got that vibe from it. But um, the one where he's sitting at the table with the with the the golden cup. What is that? Let's, let's take care. Okay, okay, okay. But then, but then, um, 
what's the one this nigga catalog is just such a blur to me so his first album was thank me later yes okay thank okay. me later take care nothing was the same okay so thank me later was welcome to the industry and take care was more along the lines of, okay this is this is me this is what i can do and ever since then he's it's been a little bit of a struggle to recreate those first three in my opinion which is the the mixtape that hit the streets that got him popping in those first two because after that it was nothing was the same and you could pretty much tell he was rich yeah he was rich you get views if you're reading this it's too late you know it's and those in-between mixtapes, I never got into any of those regardless, but I know they were pretty, pretty – I know they were straight. Like, I know nothing was the same, had the diamonds dancing and shit like that. Like, he – No, you know, that, was, um, that was that collab with Future. What a time to be alive. What a time to see – I can't keep up with Drake, bro. Yeah, then he just did some shit, the scary hours. diamonds dancing, too. Yeah, scary hours, that was, that was, that was, that was a little holdover. He did care package to where he just put a bunch of Lucy's together and was like, here, I know y'all have heard these together, but I'm going to put them together and put this out. Give me some streams. <laughs> exactly, man. Exactly. Give me some streams. Give me some streams. Look, Money man. I, yeah. Look, man. I, I love music, man. I, I catch myself, you know, digging more into R&B these days because, you know, hip hop just doesn't do it for me like that like it used to. I ain't saying hip hop is trash now, but, you know, Hip hop just ain't what it used to be, bro. And it, it, you know, uh, that's just me being an old head. You know, um, listen to what y'all want to listen to. It, you know, uh, I'm just pointing out what I kind of see as the reality. And the reality is, uh, as far as rapping goes, I enjoy just like I, uh, me personally with any art I delve into. I'm hoping it's saying something. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping it means something. I'm not always just trying to simply be entertained. I'm not trying to be, you know, um, distracted in a good way. Like, no, nah, my ears are listening to more than a beat. I listen to I listen to lyrics. I, my favorite artists are lyricists. I listen to lyrics. I never really pay too much attention pro- to producers. I know who they are. You know what I'm saying? I know Jermaine Dupri and P. Diddy are producers. I know they want to throw hands. <laughs> Cause that's what's gonna happen. <laughs> the boys gonna throw hands. That's it. It's a whole lot of disrespect between them. Hey, that's a whole lot of disrespect, and I, I didn't, I didn't see that coming. To be honest, I would expect that from maybe Diddy and Dre. Ah, Dre, Dre, Dre's just like my catalog is my catalog. I, everybody knows my catalog is official. I yeah. think, I think, and I, I've. This is this is a a a, a JS type kind of topic, but JS seven you know, coming I, soon. I think yeah, I scrapped that. Ugh. I think you have these, you know, where people talk about, oh, this is a goat, and this is a goat, and this is a goat. But then you have those people that are just simply icons, mm-hmm. and those icons are just so undeniable. You don't even talk about them being a goat. You just this person is an icon. Yeah, this might be like I, I, if you, if you want to have a goat conversation, I think you do a LeBron and Kobe. But Jordan is an icon; he's just there. Like you, yeah. Don't even don't even go up there and just leave that man alone. Don't go knocking. Don't go knocking on his door. You, Real you, stay, you stay down here. This, this is just talk. an icon. Like Michael Jackson is an icon. Mm-hmm. Don't be don't be coming up here and, and saying you know this this this. You put icons against icons, maybe yeah, because yeah, they're yeah, undeniable. Yeah. Prince is undeniable. You compare Prince to Michael Jackson, but you will never say, you know, this person is better than the other one. 
You just never yeah. will, in my opinion. You'll say, yeah, Jordan is better than Braun, or Braun's better than Jordan, Jordan's better than Kobe, this, this, this. But when you get those iconic levels that, you know, I'm not saying Will's better than Kareem. I'm not going to say Kareem's better than Will. Those are just icons, too. Real talk. Real talk. Yeah, yeah, that's true, man. That's true. A lot of people aspire to be icons, but, you know, a lot of people are just great for their era, dog. You'll be yeah. surprised at how many artists were just great for their era, and that was that. Like, like I can, I can, I could put up plenty artists. I could put up albums against albums, but once again, you talk about some people are just iconic. They are just iconic, and that, and that's that. Like, don't like you said, don't go, don't go messing with that man. Don't, don't go, go mess with that man. Don't go mm-hmm. messing with that man. Leave no. him alone. No, you he, leave. He, you leave Whitney where she's at. Please. Please leave, leave her Whitney where she's she at. They be trying to knock on Whitney door. Leave. They be trying. Leave Whitney alone. Leave Whitney alone. Don't, uh, don't wake up. Don't wake up for this foolishness. No, man. It's just. Eh. Come on, man. You Look, you leave Mariah where she's at. They be they be knocking on her door. Hater, lover, whatever. She's an icon. She been she, oh, she popping for 30 Christmases straight. 30 Christmases straight. <laughs> like, she, she going number one every year. Every year. Leave her alone. Don't even worry about it. Don't worry about it, sweetheart. <laughs> Don't worry about it. As, hey, soon, as soon as you start shopping for turkeys, she start putting on that little Santa suit because she finna go number one. Every year since 1990. Bruh. <laughs> That's crazy. Bro, them Jordan, them Jordan 11s are always going to sell out. Always. always. They're always going to sell out. Always. That's iconic, man. It's people that don't even understand Jordan 11. They still buying them. Bro, do you know how many people don't know Kevin Costner was in the bodyguard? They just think it was Wendy Houston by herself? <laughs> Come on, man. Hey, no. A lot, of, a, lot, a lot of y'all know Kareem, but none of y'all, uh, some of y'all don't know Lou Alcindor. Come on, man. Hey, man, you better tell them. Come better on, tell man. them, man. They don't, man. They don't. They don't. But guess what? They know Kareem, though. They know that's Kareem. Icon- that's iconic, dog. That's you iconic. You know Kareem. Dog. When you when you start to ask yourself, man, damn, I really, really, I really wish I'd have got to see him play. You know what I'm saying? Like. <sighs> I don't think you would have appreciated it, dog. <laughs> like, no, no. They, a lot of they didn't like they they didn't know a lot of them didn't know what they was witnessing. How how can you have one move, the sky hook, the sky hook, and dirt step back, bro? Unguardable. You can't do nothing but take that. Unguardable. You can't do nothing but take that. A seven footer shouldn't a step back. Unguardable. All in one legged step back. Wasn't even fast at all. Wasn't even quick. It was wasn't just fast, smooth. Wasn't slick about it or nothing. Just it, it, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, man. Look, now. Look, you ain't catching that on. If the influencer you following is not going to be iconic, <laughs> like you're not going to get anything from that influencer. Just to bring it back to that, because I'm sitting here thinking, like, damn, like I'm thinking about how iconic Dr. J was. Like <laughs> Dr. J, Julius Bro. Irvin, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Niggas wanted to be him. 
Bro, Straight up. You, you remember being on the court and be like, I'm going to jump from behind the backboard and I'm going to do the thing and just realize you couldn't stay in the air long enough to do that? Could not. You could not. You could not stay in the air long enough to do that. You understand when you just a silhouette and people still recognize you? <laughs> Bruh. You just a silhouette. That's crazy. Look, I'm, I'm, and I'm going to keep it a buck with y'all. Tracksuit Habito is giving you nothing iconic. <laughs> no bad podcast has given y'all some great stuff. Yeah, 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 man. Icon, it's coming. It's coming. Icon status, yeah, man. Patience, man. I mean, we just we just do what we do, man. We have fun with this, man. Like, we're not we're not chasing uh we're not chasing a golden ticket, man, you know, and uh I enjoy doing this because it um for me, it means more than um, celebrity status or even being influential in any way. Like I don't, I'm not searching for that type of stuff. I I I, mean, I get inspired by these conversations because it's a uh, this to me, it um, it brings meaning. It's a it, it has a purpose, even though I can't pinpoint what the purpose is. I mean, it, you know, it, it at the end of the day, it's fun. I enjoy doing it, and um. I, I sometimes like I, I, go ahead. What I also enjoy, not to not to change the subject on you um, quick or, or anything like that, is the conversations that spark up per post that we do. And I say we do because you know you you primarily post on on the on the podcast page. I'll do some side stuff because I feel like we have two different audiences, and that way we kind of incorporate everybody into it. And the whole the reassurance thing that we had been talking about, you know, we uh-huh. had the, we had the conversation of, you know, what exactly is reassurance. And then that video surfaces and talking about, you know, these are, this is the reassurance that, that men need. And like, I got some feedback. <laughs> One of it is kind of like tongue in cheek because somebody told me that men don't deserve anything. And I'm I just kind of like laughed at that because I know she didn't mean it, but it's just kind of like, yeah, all good jokes have a little truth in it. Because when you talk about reassurance or when you hear women talk about reassurance, it's like, I need this, this, and this, and this, and this, and this, and this. And then in return, I will give this, 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 and this, and this to my man. A lot of the reassurance that men give, there's no, in return, I'm going to do this for him. Which goes back to that other video where we were talking. What we used, um, where old boy was like, she's like, oh, I need you to be the man of the house, you know, pay all bills, this and this. And he's like, well, I expect you to cook and clean this, this. And he's like, oh, I'm not your slave. You remember that one? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's like a lot of it goes hand in hand, but it's a lot of one way type of stuff. Relationships today are way too transactional. They're too aggressively transactional. It's it's bottom line. Uh, it, it, look, um, Summers posted something the other day um, along the lines of, you know, just just she was speaking about, you know, infidelity. You know, that's one of her main talking points. But she was she was speaking about infidelity and she 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 spoke about the energy that you put into something. And when I spoke to her, you know, I related it to parenting and some of the advice that I give to my son. It's like, hey. Well, if I'm not out here trying to pursue no relationship, I'm out here just. You know, just trying to be a good friend, just trying to be a good dude, trying to be a good dad, 
you know, I make bad decisions. I make good decisions. All in all, I'm just trying to be well EF. I just want to be who I am. And I don't I don't necessarily want to be hated, but I don't care if I am hated. As long as people walk away from me knowing that I'm a genuine person, that's what I put my energy into. If you want to be a relationship person, if you want to be a wife, if you want to be a husband, put your energy into that. If you want to juggle women, you want to juggle men, you want to be a thought, you want to be a dog, go ahead, put your energy into that. But make sure that you put your energy into the things that you are really, you know, are passionate about. And that's like I said, that's the same thing when I'm, I'm talking to my son. Like, you want to be a basketball player, you want to be a, a, a D1 athlete, you got to put your energy into that. So when you know, when I hear when I hear all these things that really just sound so transactional to me, it's like you're sitting here telling somebody that they need to bring, like I, I sent you that one post. I don't know, like once again, I don't know what's wrong with y'all. You and Justin, <laughs> Justin LA boy. Listen, just Justin LA boy. Is going Justin LA boy really? I'm serious. Like he is steering y'all in the wrong direction, cause he is just as retarded as y'all have. Y'all already were retarded, and he's just bringing y'all level of re- retardation down even you know up even more. Look, if somebody has a table, you don't need to bring another table. Let me just make that clear. <laughs> if there's a turkey there. That's y'all problem. Y'all always trying to one up. Stop trying to one up. We don't. We, nobody needs this one upmanship. Look, man. Compliment with an E. That's all people require, whether it's male or female. What I lack, they hope. What I lack, hopefully you can provide. What you lack, hopefully I can provide. And that doesn't mean even rely on that. That just means that at the end of the day, that could be the basic component of a relationship. But for me, one of the most basic components of a relationship is being friends. A lot of y'all, and I've been, this is a broken, this is broken record welly F. I've been saying this since 2016. A lot of y'all don't even know how to be friends. And don't get it twisted. To be a friend to somebody is not the easiest thing. It's confusing. But at the end of the day, if you can at least assess what it means to be a friend to somebody and actually pinpoint what you want in a friend, then you can probably start going off and talking about this relationship shit. Y'all are trying to, y'all trying to graduate. Y'all trying to have PhDs and summa cum laude and they put no work in. It don't, it don't happen like that, bro. I'm just saying like, slow down. And like I said before, the energy that you put into things, make sure it's the energy. Matter of fact, if you put your energy into it, that's what you want to do. Bottom line. If you put your energy into being a thought, you want to be a thought. It's that simple. It. If you put your energy into being a in the number one podcaster in the world, you want to be number one podcaster in the world. Like it's that simple. What you put your energy into consciously, that's that's what you want. There's no denying that. And that's that's that was my answer to her. I'm like, hey, you you gotta ask yourself, like at the end of the day, you're dealing with these dudes. If they putting their energy into that, then they really ain't for you then. And you don't need to convince anybody of anything else. They it ain't for you. Like that nope. he don't like you, she don't like you. It is what it is. And it's like, let's take you for existence. For example, for existence, you exist. Let's take you I do example. exist. How much 
time, thought, and effort have you put into me? Into you? Yeah, into me. I mean, I'd say a decent amount. Yeah, a decent amount. You don't you, do you, that. You worry me. For, yeah, you don't. You don't <laughs> do that for something in return. Nah. Like the time and energy you put into your son, you don't do that for something in return. Never. What we put into this podcast, we don't do it for something in return. Not at all. We appreciate ratings and reviews. We hope that you subscribe on the Apple iTunes, on Google Play, on SoundCloud. We don't know what it is that you do on Spotify, but please go and do that. You know, we hope you do those things, but we don't do it for that. What you put your energy and focus into, if you're doing it for an outcome or you're doing it for something in return, that's what makes it so transactional. Exactly. You putting your energy, your time, your thoughts into this person, you're not doing it for them to love you back. You're doing it just because you love them. It can be one way. I'm doing this because I love you. I'm not doing this, you know, for something in return. I'm doing this because I care about you. I love you. I, I worry about you. I want to make sure that you're good. You being good makes me feel good. I'm not making sure you feel good. So you turn around and make sure that I feel good. Yes, it's great when it's reciprocated, but that's not my that's not my primary intention. And that's when you truly know if you're only doing something for somebody because you hope that they turn around and do it for you. You need to reevaluate that. You don't invest it in Elijah, you know, playing basketball here and there and stuff like. So, hey, when you get that million dollar contract or, you know, that that, that endorsement deal, you know, make sure you take care of your pop. No. This is my son. This is what he likes to do, and I support him. No okay, cap. That's, that's, that's real me, shit. Yeah. He don't owe me a red cent. Nah, no, not at all. Shit, he, he, as far as I'm concerned, depending on where you are in the uh, before life, he probably was doing better there. He ain't asked to come to this shitty ass earth. This whole hey, trash. Bro. This whole Chad, trash. He could recommend. I do recommend. not recommend two stars. <laughs> straight up, bro. He, you know, he he didn't ask to be here. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, you know, I do my best. I do what I can. So I think a bit like that, you know, and uh, you know, not to even drag it on, but at the end of the day, like like you saying, bro, like uh, the people that you fuck with when you're doing shit for them, you don't expect nothing in return. You just you expect good from people you fuck with in general. But you know, you know, if if you got somebody, you got somebody. If they got you, they got you. It ain't, it ain't no, it ain't no big deal, man. And we get away from that, dog. That's 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 the problem I have with people presenting themselves in a way that's like, hey, look at me, I do this, I do that. But it's like, yeah, you do that. But at the end of the day, like, are you gonna want to do that for just anybody, or are you gonna do that for people you 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 fuck with? Like, I'm. It's cool. You know how to you know how to cook. You know how to wash dishes. You you're fit. You're feminine. Or you're masculine. You you go to the gym. Uh, you know how to take care of yourself. But I mean that that's cool. But I mean, you're not just. You, you, are you doing that for you? Because you you gotta eat, don't you? Gotta <laughs> you gotta you gotta stay you gotta stay clean. You know you, you gotta take baths. You know you gotta keep your house clean. You need money. Like need money. Those are things that you just need. So it's like just because you have those things don't mean I'm gonna get them even if you like me. It, it all come down to what type of person are you and how do you see me and you know so on and so forth i mean it's it's really simple bro it's really simple but 
hey man, y'all keep doing what y'all doing, making y'all lives more hectic than it needs to be. I ain't gonna stop you. I am not gonna stop you. I am a firm believer in letting people fall on their face. They gonna figure out. They gonna figure out after falling on their face four or five times that hey, first of all, this shit hurt, and uh, I got I got to figure out how to stay on my own too. Hey man, say man. Straight up, man. Uh, but shit, man, it's 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 getting late, man. I'm I'm hoping that these the 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 beautiful listeners that we have can tune into this either on their way to work or on their way home from work on this. Uh, this beautiful Monday could be Tuesday, could be Wednesday. I don't know what the producer wants to do, but um, the Cowboys. They got, they got his wild card. That guy yeah, yeah, the Cowboys card. won, so it's a good day for him, man. And uh, look, man, if you playing fantasy, don't give up, man. It's, it's fifteen more weeks left. You get an extra week to be trash, or you get an extra. <laughs> <week>. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey, I'm talking to myself, really, man. But look, man. I don't even got to do the rundown. You know, y- 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 y'all already know, man. Subscribe. Rate. If you fuck with us, you fuck with us. It's really that simple, man. It's that simple. Uh, as far as words of advice go, man, you know, it's getting real in these streets. And Willie has been telling y'all for the last, I don't know how long, to protect y'all seed, man. But it's getting real in these streets. When I say protect your seed, please do that. Because we got people out here that they leaving babies in cars. They, they they doing all kind of crazy shit with their kids, man. It's scary out here. They they got they got teachers out here molesting seven-year-olds. They got teachers out here showing porn to the kids. Protect your seed, man. Seriously. It's tough out here. And this generation is... This generation ain't no better. This generation ain't no better than the last, man. It's just, it's it's it's, it's getting real out here, man. So I'm gonna say it again: protect your seed, and um, hey, and uh, uh, along with protecting your seed, man, stay vigilant, stay aware, man, because uh, Candyman ain't gonna come save you. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> How do you turn a horror legend into a hero? Hey, that's crazy. Tell everybody. Tell everybody they ain't black, man. But at the end of the day, man, never mind. Never mind. I'm going to say something that's going to make people mad. Let me stop. Uh, Snap, man. Uh, my words of advice are... I, I, When we do this words of advice, I never take it lightly because... I believe that words have meaning and words have power. So always, I know I've said this before, I'm going to say it again. Say what you mean and mean what you say. Because a lot of what you say, you can't take back. (laughs) And people be texting some of the most cruel shit. And, they, and, and people text some of the most cruel shit. People leave comments in, 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 in like, man, people say, they, people write things that are just vicious, man. And I'm thinking about the whole Nicki Minaj situation. I'm just like, I know y'all not really like that. I know that y'all have some type of compassion. I know that y'all understand that these words that y'all are, that y'all are writing, like, I know that y'all are probably just doing this shit for a laugh. Or 
to just get a, a a rise out of somebody, but bro, like you said, this shit like the internet, man, you can't erase it. That shit like the internet, you cannot erase it. It's gonna be there. You can find it. And I'm glad she's such a strong person. Oh yeah, she's successful. I'm glad. I'm glad. Hey, that doesn't mean a lot these days. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm glad she's such a strong person. She really, yeah, that shit really just, it was a joke to her, really. And it's like, man, at the end of the day, man, you don't understand, like, you doing something that, like, I'm not, I'm, I was never really a Nikki fan, but I'm a fan of this moment. Not, on, not because she's technically on my side, but people just don't understand how pivotal it is to, to see that the powers that be are on some bullshit. It's insane when you have the president of the United States telling people, they need to get vaccinated when in actuality they fucking trying to evacuate from a hurricane. Like, bro, I'm not <laughs> worried about no vaccine. The best way to prepare for a hurricane is to get vaccinated. Say what? Say, bro. And then I'm sitting here. I watched college football yesterday. Watched NFL football. You see Penn State? Penn State white out. People there. Elbows to assholes, packed out, and you're telling me that everybody in there is vaccinated. You, 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 fifteen percent of NFL players got. Everybody in there has a negative test that they presented at the door that was legit. You a damn lie. You can't, you can't, you. To get back on my country terms, that dog don't hunt. You cannot tell me that. (laughs) That That dog dog don't hunt. hunt. I like that though. The dog, I, cause I, I get that one. I understand yeah. that one. Yeah. That dog don't hurt. No. I understood that reference. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Look, man, I gotta get some food in my stomach because I'm gonna be up for like another hour and a half. But um, I, I think I think you know this week. I don't know what you, you know when you're leaving because for y'all that don't know, we couldn't do it no boundaries uh, happy hour while Jay was out here in the Houston streets just because we had a lot of personal shit going on. And for all you know, and, and Jay wasn't feeling well. We don't want. We are responsible enough to where when we sick, it ain't COVID. It don't have to be COVID, but we don't need to be around other people. It's just yeah. common courtesy. But um, and, and 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 to boot, it was just my sinuses. But hey, I thought I was dying because I'm a man, and you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. what it is. But yeah, it's gonna be fun to go to Charlotte, man, and and, and record out there too. I, I think I'm gonna have a good time out there. I'm, I'm looking forward to Halloween weekend in Charlotte. Uh, but anyways, we'll, we'll get to that. Um, I think we said everything that needed to be said, man. Uh, R.I.P. Norm, R.I.P. Norm McDonald. Um, like I said, you know, R.I.P. You know, one of the one of the one of the greater actors of our time, and I'm gonna just say Omar, just because I, I personally think that's what everybody knows him as. Um, yeah. But uh, that's that's you know, celebrity deaths, you know, they hit people a certain way. And uh, I, I was a fan of Norm Macdonald. I like Norm Macdonald. I don't. I knew he was battling cancer for a while, but uh, long story short, man, y'all y'all stay peaceful in these streets, and. Um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe we could do a No Boundaries Happy Hour Friday. Maybe we'll see. We'll see. Oh, you still gonna be out here? We'll see. We'll see. We'll know. You know. Just said. Just said. How veto? Come on, man. You know how I do. I'll let you know if I got free time, man. I I think I got. I think I got something lined up Friday. But anyways, man. With that being said, this has been the No Boundaries Podcast. Thank you for listening. But ever since the dawn of civilization. People have craved for an understanding of the underlying order of the world. 
There ought to be something very special about the boundary conditions of the universe. And what can be more special than that there is no boundary 